What's up guys, welcome back to Blink Canvas and this week we're going to discuss feeling behind in our 20s, the decisions that we make that lead us to feeling behind and what happens when we compare our lives to others in our 20s. You ready? Here we go. What's up guys, welcome back to Blink Canvas and this week I want to talk about feeling behind in your 20s. I want to know, is it from societal pressures? Is it self-inflicted wounds? Or is it a combination of both? I talked to a couple of different people and I read a whole bunch of things trying to really see why a lot of us feel behind and where exactly does that stem from? Now, of course, there are the typical societal pressures of quote unquote, the American dream, as if everything needs to be accomplished in your 20s. You need to have your house, your dog, your kids, your spouse, if you want to get married, um, the dream job, everything laid out and done in such a particular order. And if for some reason you don't have it all by 30, then you failed in some area. And I feel like that reflects on why 20 year olds feel so stressed out also because I think some of that could be maybe we saw our parents struggle financially and we're like okay I don't want this so I'm gonna grind 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 and then if we put in all that effort to grind and we still don't get to the point of where we think we should be then we feel um we feel less than, we feel incomplete, we feel uh, just like we failed in a sense when we haven't. And even with that comes comparison because when you're growing up and you're younger, you go to school, you have friends. I mean, family home life can be different. And maybe like, for instance, I knew a lot of people in high school who they got their license at 16 and stuff and they had a car to drive. That was not me. I did not get my first car until I was 22 years old. So stuff like that can be different. But for the most part, you're going to school and you may know a couple of people that go to school and work. Um, But when you, after you graduate high school, it's literally free range path to, are you going to go to college? Are you going to just start grinding and start the process of um, trying to accomplish the American dream. And what happens when you don't want the typical American dream? Like maybe I don't want the house with the white fence and the dog and the marriage and all that. Then people look at you like you're crazy. Like what's wrong with you? You you don't, why don't you want it? Like this American dream is supposed to fulfill you. And the irony about the American dream is everybody acts like it's so easy to get. And everybody acts like everybody comes from the um, same background, same circumstances, and that we all are starting the race at the same point. And clearly we're not, we're not all starting the race at the same point. And we all aren't jumping over the same type of obstacles that maybe the next person is. So if you see somebody accomplishing something in their twenties faster than you, you think, wow, I failed and I'm so far behind when really they probably had, Mm, such a wide gap head start either thanks to their parents thanks to their race thanks to the generations that came before and 
we ignore all those factors and we just say, I'm, I'm behind. So what? So I was curious as to, is it self-inflicted? And what I've come to realize is that it may be self-inflicted, not in every area. There is a lot of societal pressure in so many ways. Um, but I think that it can be self-inflicted at times because of course, maybe you're following the path that society sets or you're trying to get to the American dream, but talking to other people and thinking about it from my own personal perspective, there are some goals and some things that I said that I'm going to accomplish in my twenties. And I said that nobody else said it for me, but I was like, I want to be here by this point I want to do this by this point and da 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 and talking to a couple other people in their 20s they said the exact same thing and so I even sat down and I asked my mom because she's from a different generation and I was like how did you feel in your 20s like did you feel like you had societal pressures or that um you just had things that you wanted to do and get accomplished and you didn't and she was like I didn't feel any societal pressures. I was already working and everything. And then when she got pregnant with me and had me, she was like, my life just continued. Um, you were my motivation for wanting to do different things, but I didn't feel pressure from society. It was all self-motivated. It was things that I wanted to accomplish and have done. And talking to other people my age, female and male, a lot of them said the same thing. It's stuff that I want and it's stuff that I put in my head. So again, I go back to the question of, I do think some of it can be self-inflicted, but where do we get this in our head? Like, is there, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is there a deeper part of us? Like, did we, does the American dream subconsciously in our brain and we don't know it? Or is all of this really what we want? Like, where did the original desire to have these things done by our 20s, wh where did it come from? What really motivates us to grind so hard in our 20s? I mean, because for most people, you want to grind, grind, grind in the beginning so you can relax for the rest of your life and at some point enjoy it. And with the way America runs with capitalism, it's they will literally want us to work until we die. Like, let's not act like over here in America, we don't work an obsessive amount. We are overworked underpaid and underappreciated and so I think that also is part of a lot of people's motivation to I gotta get it and I gotta get it because I don't want to be living this kind of life forever I don't want to um have to feel so much pressure and like I'm always running running and going and going and I'm still only barely making it or I'm still living paycheck to paycheck or I'm missing out on moments with the people that I love because I got to work because it's like for most parents in the average American household, it's do y'all want to eat or can I show up to your school things? There are plenty of parents who want to be at their children's after school functions or be able to even have moments of dropping them off in the morning and everything, but they can't. Because they got to grind, 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 grind. And even having maybe the luxury to be able to afford certain help so you can have more time to balance. Like what if you want to pay for a housekeeper or a nanny or any of those things? You can't afford those services, you know, not in your 20s unless you just had a mega head start or 
you were able to be blessed enough to whatever you figured out how to make that amount of money. You figured it out young, you figured it out quick, and it worked out. And for the people who do it, I'm not a hater. Congratulations. Like, good job on figuring it out early. And I pray that all of y'all can maintain it so you really can live the full life, like really be able to live life, not just survive it, not just be miserable, not just wake up every day and it's like work, work, work. Oh, there's a weekend. Back to work, work, work. I feel like one lesson that I've definitely noticed in my 20s, especially being in the earlier part of my 20s, is it feels like um, we're on a, a machine and I'm like a, like a cog in a wheel, like just turning, turning, turning. And it's like, I feel like over here in America, we're like tuning out robots or something like go down this path, go down this path. This is what you want. Hence the American dream and then die off. You, do you know what I mean? And I just feel like God created life to be so much more than just work until you die or have families, but I have to work so much that I'm not there for my families. And that's something that's always kind of bothered me about America. Because when I found out, I've heard um, different stories from people in Spain and Italy that they get like an hour to just take a minute. Um, Maybe it's a coffee break. Maybe it's a long lunch break. And they're going and they're resting. And in certain places, they're not just shutting down your job. They're shutting down businesses at your place and around your place. So you have no choice. And everybody has no choice but to relax. And over here in America, they would never, ever do something like that. Over here in America, they barely want to give you a lunch break, let alone give you time to go get some coffee. They'd be like, you better pick up that coffee on the go and drink it while you work. Like the irony of how other countries are providing a work-life balance should speak volumes for itself. But for me personally, when it comes to having goals that I feel like I need to have accomplished in my 20s. I do think mine are definitely self-motivated, but I also think that some of them could be societal pressures. I think the only time that I truly feel societal pressures is if I don't accomplish something or if I don't accomplish it as fast as I want, then I'm really frustrated. (laughs) And then I start comparing like maybe I should have taken this path maybe I should have done it this way or okay what can I do to speed up this process now hence I think that goes to me being impatient because clearly I'm very impatient at times but um I don't know it it, it's a it's a it's a mind fuck for me sometimes because I've I'm stuck between I'm really really young and I have the rest of my life, if God says so. And then I'm also like, girl, let's get it. Because you have things that you want to do by a certain age. And you want to thrive. Like, I want to thrive. Like, I want to be able to take off middle of the week for a vacation if I choose to. I want to, if I have children, I want to be able to attend their things and a job not have to tell me like, you're going to be fired if you go support your kids. Like I want to be able to be there for my kids, for my husband, for my family, for my friends and still build an empire. And 
that's a whole nother episode getting into women having to juggle at all. It's already a struggle as a woman to still try to juggle everything because it's, you know, it's everything when it comes to like family, household, all that kind of stuff, for the most part, tends to fall on the woman. And that's not in every situation. There are some good men out there. I am not here to bash the men. There are some really great men out there. And there are some men who shout out to y'all who hear the stories of other men or maybe you've seen other men grow up and you pride yourself on saying I want to do better for my wife or maybe you have siblings like I have a young brother and he's already like I want to I want to treat my wife right I want to help her out around the house I want to be present for our kids and you would think it's a dumb moment but when you realize the luxury that men get in this world to not only discover themselves, but pick and choose whether they want to be a parent, pick and choose um, how fully invested they want to be in their family. Because there's this thing like, okay, maybe he's there uh, for the most part, but he's also working. And the first thing that some people will say is, well, I provided a roof over your head. I, I give you shopping money, blah, 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 depending on the level of wealth that they are. But you miss the moments, you know? You're not, you don't have intimate moments with your family. You don't have intimate moments with your wife. You can't remember the last time you were at a birthday party or something, but you were grinding hard, right? And so good for you. But there are so many other important small details, like the most important thing, just spending time that a lot of times they miss out on. Not every man, but for the ones that say, well, I don't have to be there because I'm providing. Like, what do you need me physically there for? And how dare you complain? And I am, I'm bringing home the bacon. I am providing this luxury, comfortable lifestyle. And I feel like with situations like that, it's like, okay, what's the cost? You know, like, why can't both of us provide this wonderful luxury lifestyle for our family? and still see each other, and still love each other, and still make time for each other, and not just each other, not just our kids, but our friends and stuff. Like, we're so much more than cogs in a machine. Just like women, you're so much more than a um, a mother and a wife. It goes for men too. I mean, but y'all know that, and y'all, y'all live in that, which I do want to applaud men for. Like, they can be husbands, they can be friends, they can be brothers, but it's something about a man knowing that he is a individual and a man first. You know, I don't care what stage of their life, they never lose themselves. Well, I'm never say never, but for the most part, I've never heard a man at any stage of their life be like, I lost myself. I forgot who I was. If anything, I feel like they hold on so tightly to their individuality, which delays them wanting to be in relationships and or marriage or have kids and this and that it's like I don't know they get it they get do not lose yourself in the process of anything of your role in anybody's life and or in the things that you're doing so I think men get men have it right in that area and I think we as women we need to learn how I know some reasons why they have the luxury of doing it but all in all they still do it well so I think we as women we need to take notes like how do we get to the point where they are like okay (laughs) 
I know I'm all these things and I know I wear all these hats, but I am me first. And I can't lose me being there for everybody else. And I can't lose me trying to meet these standards of society, what I put on myself or what others put on me. Right. So I say that all to say, um, I came in one way before I started recording this episode thinking uh, differently about 20s and how it's looked at. Um, I was thinking like, there's so much societal pressure. But when you sit down and you really talk to people, a lot of this stuff is just what they want for themselves. I do think subconsciously, maybe a little bit societal pressure can get in there, but just because it's in there in the subconscious, possibly, it doesn't mean that it's it's strong enough to outweigh your natural desire of, I just really want these things for my life. And our reasonings may be different for each person, but it's still, I want what I want and I want it at this time for whatever reason it is. And I think that's kind of an interesting, an interesting point to look at. And I will say, no matter what your reasonings are behind why you want to get so much accomplished in your 20s, whether it's financial freedom, having goals and deadlines that you want to meet, being able to just thrive and enjoy the second half of your life, it doesn't matter, you know, do you? And I hope we all accomplish it. But just remember, don't put too much pressure on yourself, okay? (laughs) don't put too much pressure on yourself we have uh we all have moments of comparing ourselves remember everybody's journey looks different and we don't really know what obstacles they either had to overcome or what obstacles were not in their way and every obstacle is different you know so don't ever think you're really behind. It may feel like you're really behind in your 20s and I've been there. And since I am in the early part of my 20s, I'm sure I have plenty more moments um, because it's just such a weird end of the spectrum. Like you have the option to be married and have children and then you have other people who are still living at home and then you have some people who don't have a car and then you have people like me at 22 just now getting my first car. Well, I'm not 22 anymore, guys, but I'm just saying back then at 22 I was just now getting my first car and everybody's at different stages some people are owning businesses some people are working at the grocery store not a problem with ever whichever end of the spectrum you're on it's just that you don't really know what somebody's going through you don't know what it took for them to get there and you don't know what they're doing my mom always told me this especially when um after I graduated college that was a big struggle for me I was like because I had these things that I told myself I need to be here, 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 and here. And as you guys know, I'm a planner and everything. So when things, I'm a planner, I'm a control freak, and I'm OCD. So when things do not go according to plan, it throws me out of whack and I don't understand. And it's been the most um, unconventional out of my control, unplanned years of my life so far. And I'm curious to see if the rest of my life will be like that. (laughs) Each next decade that's coming up, but so far 20s was, I had to, I couldn't plan for it. Well, I could, but it didn't matter how much I planned for it. God had his own plans and I just had to follow that path. 
And my mom always reminded me when I'm like, mom, so-and-so is doing this and mom, they're doing this and this. And what am I doing wrong? It's not like I'm trying to fail. It's not like I'm not trying to be here, here, and here at this age. And um, she was like, honey, you don't know what those people had to go through to get to this point. And you don't know what they're going through currently to maintain it. Count your blessings. And that always stuck with me. And that's something that I consistently always try to remind myself of. Count my blessings. Because let me tell you, everybody out here living these lifestyles out here on their own, there's some shit that they're going through that I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's okay not to have right now. Or maybe it's okay to wait to get it the way that I want. There is no point of rushing it because number one, bills come in regardless. And number two, some of the things that you have to endure just to say I have a place on my own or this and that or, yeah, I'm bringing in all this bankroll, but I hate my job. And it's not like, oh, I hate my job a little bit. It's like, I hate my job. Some of the stuff I found out people were going through, I was like, that's not that's not a battle I want. And that's not, that's not, y'all can have it. Y'all can have it. So let's, you know, let's try to remember that. I mean, comparison is inevitable. We're all human and it's so easy to do. It is so easy to do, but, um, let's try to stay in the pace of grace. And for all my transformation church people, we know what that is. Pace of grace. Um, Basically, short definition, trust God's timing. Stay in his pace for it. Because remember, anything you get outside of God's will and timing, you're going to have to maintain. And let me tell you, there's stuff he'd be giving me and I have to pray for the strength to be able to maintain it, like with his help. Because I can just imagine trying to do this world without him. I applaud the people that know how to do it, but it ain't me. It ain't for me. And I don't, I don't want it. For me, I'm very okay with having God to turn to at every area of my life. I'm very, 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 very grateful for it. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in this week. As we close out, I want to remind ourselves, let's give each other some grace. Let's give ourselves some grace and keep having hope and keep dreaming. You may feel behind, but behind from what? Like if we have a whole life to live, how much are we really behind? And if you believe in God, this is all temporary anyways. Like the richness and the wealth that we see on earth is nothing nothing in comparison to what's waiting on us in the next life with God. So let's keep following our dreams, even if it seems hard. And even if we seem like I don't even have time to follow my dreams because I'm just trying to make it always carve out some time for dreams, always carve out some time for a little hope and use your imagination. Like we think it's such a childish things. Keep your imagination open. Faith like a child faith like a child and we'll see some crazy faith things happen so speaking of dreams one of the poems that i want to end with is by langston hughes called dreams hold fast to dreams for if dreams die life is a broken winged bird that cannot fly hold fast to dreams for when dreams go life is a barren field frozen with snow 
And the final quote for living and managing your life in your 20s and comparing and if you feel behind is, nothing will ruin your 20s more than thinking you should have your life together already. All right, guys, thanks so much for taking times out of your day to listen to Blank Canvas. I can't wait to see what we discuss next time. Bye.